0: Lovey Ajayi-Jones is a professional troublemaker, or that's what her book title is. Professional Troublemaker, the Fear Fighter Manual, shows us how to get past fear and live our best lives. Lovey is a professional speaker, an author, a Chicagoan, and she's joining me via Zoom. I'm Jill Hopkins. Let's get into it. Lovey Ajayi-Jones, welcome to Vocalo. Let's talk about this book, Professional Troublemaker, The Fear Fighter Manual. It's helping us get past fear and live our best lives. Fear is, uh, you know, it's it's innate. We're supposed to be scared of things. Otherwise, we'd be touching hot stoves all day. But there's a the, the difference between a macro fear of like the dark or of public speaking or being alone is different than like the micro fears that get in our own way. How how do you distinguish between the things you're supposed to be scared of and the
1: things that are just getting in your way? The things that you're supposed to be scared of put you in actual danger, right? Of, of physical harm, of like psychological, well, psychological harm is all like subjective. It's relative, subjective. yeah. <laughs> it's relative, right? So, because actually we, we, we ascribe psychological harm to everything, which is why we're afraid of everything. So, but like fear is useful for the times when we don't put our hands in fire and, you know, just walk around in in traffic, you know, so that's fear is useful then putting on a mask in a pandemic. Okay. But being afraid to speak up in the room because you're afraid of a consequence that might never come is the type of stuff where it stops being useful. You know, it it actually stops being um, a good way for you to move through the world because then you won't be doing much. That you're supposed to do. You will be constantly uh, doubting yourself and and saying no to yes opportunities. So that's why I was like, yeah, we got to talk about fear because this thing is is stopping us from doing the things that we're actually supposed to do.
0: Yeah. And I think that fear and the self-doubt, that's a one-way ticket to comparing yourself to other people, measuring your timeline against other people, why is that something that we need to to figure out for ourselves and get over?
1: Yeah, because, well, one, the comparison is for sure like the thief of joy in that you will always find somebody who is doing better than you or whatever you project is better than you. And, you know, we're afraid of how bad we look or how we might fail, you know. So then we end up in this cycle of unproductivity, you know, the cycle of not actually doing the thing we're supposed to do which is a self-fulfilling prophecy right because we'll be like ah see it didn't work Well, you didn't like you try for me in, in in writing this book i kind of put myself in the center because you know even show, even though i show up boldly i still even battle with fear people assume that fear disappears after a certain point in your career or they you know think they should feel bad because they're afraid of making a step and i'm like listen The part that is natural is the fear part of us being afraid, but we cannot stop there. We cannot use it to kind of keep us from moving forward. You're listening to Vocalo. Joining me via
0: Zoom, Lovey Ajayi-Jones, author of Professional Troublemaker, The Fear Fighter Manual. I'm really glad that you wrote this book because we don't talk about being afraid as much as we should. We don't ask for help uh, as much as we should. Uh, yeah. And I I I kind of I think that's universal, right? I think it's it's men, it's women, it's it's uh, American folks. It's I heard you on a podcast, a woman focused podcast for an Irish publication. Is yeah. this is universal. This is a universal problem. But it's do you, absolutely th- universal. Yeah. But do you think that it it's it's harming one group of people more than others?
1: Yes. I think it's harming anybody who's in a marginalized group women, black women, LGBTQ, why? Because the world has told us so much about what we're not worth, that we're not enough. So our fears are attached to real things, right? Because we do actually have consequences we might face because we are on margins. But what it ends up doing is it exacerbates what the system is already doing because we're afraid of failure. We're afraid of asking for the money that we're worth. So already the system is stacked against us. Then we don't ask. So then we... Are in this cycle of almost helplessness, mm-hmm. and for me as a as a black woman, that's why it was important to write this book because I'm like I'm all, I am at the intersection of two marginalized groups, black and woman, and I know all the reasons why I should be afraid. I know all the reasons why certain things are stacked against me, but with that, it's even more important that I don't let those things constantly convince me that I am not worth what I'm worth. That, you know, I have to commit to not allowing life to tell me that I'm not enough. Like it's an intentional decision to be like, okay, I see the messages I am receiving, I will not internalize them. So for us, we especially have to be cognizant of the role that fear is playing in our lives because how is it exacerbating what it is already a problem?
0: And I want to talk about this, this uh, about thriving. You've said that yes. thriving looks different for everyone. What
1: does thriving look like for you generally? What does it look like for you today? Me thriving looks like freedom of choice. You know, on the days when I want to run, I run. On the days when I want to nap, I nap. Now, I don't always have that freedom of choice, actually, because busy, right? So I'm trying to get to the point where I can truly thrive by being able to wake up and be like, mm. I don't feel like doing anything today, so I'm not going to. I'm going to stay in bed just so I can watch television. Um, thriving looks like being able to take some time for myself. The grind, which is glorified, often glorified, mm-hmm. um, is saying that thriving looks like being busy. I was like, no, no. like I actually want to be a little bit less busy. I want my calendars to be freer so my days aren't so packed. And thriving looks like not thinking about scarcity. And I think a lot of times that's what makes us grind so much. So we think if we don't run, 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 we will not be successful. Yeah. You know, if we are not constantly on the go, we don't look busy. Um, and I'm like, you know what, let me be less busy. That, that's when I'll know I'll be really successful. I'm Jill
0: Hopkins, and this is Vocalo. Joining me via Zoom, Lovey Ajayi-Jones, Professional Troublemaker, The Fear Fighter Manual, is available everywhere you buy books. That's something I think a lot of people are learning in this, this pandemic, that just slowing down and not having to be all up in everything is good for you and your soul.
1: It is. It's good for your spirit. Like, and I think, you know, the pandemic slowed us down considerably and removed all the distractions. So you were presented with everything you weren't facing before. Mm -hmm. Right. And and a lot of people who define themselves by being busy probably struggled. Because now that you have nowhere to go, and if you had tied your identity to how busy you've been, that had to mess you up a little bit. For me, pandemic gave me an opportunity to sit down. I usually travel 110,000 miles every year. I've been averaging that for about six, seven years. When pandemic happened, I literally was like, okay, it sucks that this global thing is happening that is taking lives. But the fact that I can sit down and I don't have to run for a flight, it was like my body recovered from seven years of running. The name of the book is
0: Professional Troublemaker, The Fear Fighter Manual, and Lovey Ajayi-Jones, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. This is Vocalo Radio.